Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you. This is Pastor Dan with God Talk, and we're doing Daniel 3. This is the last one of five. Why there's so much suffering. It's called theodicy. How do we justify God? The chaos and theos, justifying God. If God is good, he must not be powerful. If he's powerful, he must not be good. Daniel's friend said, no, he is powerful. Our God is able to rescue us from this fire. But even if he does not, we will never bow down to your image. So we've been going through the big five. Even good people are going to suffer. God is good all the time. Suffering comes from Satan and not from God. God is a God of free choice. And God wants us to learn consequences. And he says, if you'll stand up for me, I'll stand up for you. I'll meet you in the furnace. Can you imagine how glad they were that they stood up? How close that they have come to not standing up? They get to be with Jesus. And it says they walked out of the fire. There was no trace of the fire upon them. Amazing. And that's what we are promised. Someday God's going to make it all up to you. Whatever you may have lost out in this world, whatever you may have been cheated out of, maybe, maybe someone died young. You didn't get to be with them. We feel my dad, we lost at least 10, 15 years of my dad. My mother's lived 18 years now without him. We could have had some more years of good health, maybe. And I better tell a lot of people, God's going to make it up to you. You're going to lose this down on this earth. Yes, you are. But someday God will make it up to you. You get ripped off. You get cheated. You didn't get to do your destiny. You didn't get to have all that you wanted. You didn't seem to have a chance. And you were cheated. Someday all the scales of justice will be balanced out. And God is going to make all things right. He says, I make all things new. God will make it up to you. And Zacchaeus came out of his dinner with Jesus and he said, I, I am going to give four times everything back to everybody. Jesus tops that. Matthew 19, 29, he says, whatever you give up for my sake, I will give it back to you. A hundred to one in this life and in the age to come. A hundred to one. May it be so. And now the final question, how close are we to the end? Don't know. Don't know. Does this coronavirus tell us that we're right there, right on the edge? I don't know. We are saying in these last two sermons we've done over these two weeks that it's coming. But you think about how quick this could all happen. Daniel's three friends, <laughs> there weren't many on their side that night. They had not had much church growth. There are three of them in a crowd of how many thousands all over the empire of Babylon. All we know is about the three. But that night, because they were willing to stand up when everyone else was bowing down and they were found out and taken to the king and they say, our God is able to save you, save us from you. And Jesus joins them in the fire and it says the king made a decree to the whole world that he knew about and said, this is the true God. Worship him. He's the true God. The gospel went to the then known world in one night. And anything this coronavirus tells us that can go quickly. In December, most of us had never heard of a coronavirus. It starts in a little city in China. We thought it's over there. It's not going to touch us. Then there's a few cases here. Now it's all over. Our state here, we don't have any sports. We can't go anywhere. We're not church services. And we've learned about this word. We know social distancing. Aspirational is a word today they were using. <laughs> we know the charts. We know these people. Who knew Dr. Fauci before? Now everybody knows Dr. Fauci. Everybody knows 
or Cuomo who was on television. These names, these issues are on television and we know these issues because the talk shows have made it all clear. And we believe at the end of the world there will be another issue where another Babylon will say, you bow down to our image or you will be in a death decree. And we will have to decide, will we stand or will we bow? Can I have to decide? story that I've used a hundred times of a very different point, I'm going to use again and repurpose it for this point. It's the best story I can think of. When I was a young pastor in the seminary 40 plus years ago, I was uh, from Portland at that time, and we were fans of the Portland Trailblazers with Bill Walton. We were the world champions, late 70s. And my brother gave us tickets to go, two of us, to go to a Portland Trailblazers Chicago Bulls basketball game. So the two of us drove a hundred miles, the old Chicago Stadium, Sat there, whenever Chicago scored, 20,000 people would stand and cheer. Whenever Portland would score, the two of us would stand and cheer. Back and forth, the top two teams in the country came down to the end of the game, four seconds to go, Chicago stole the ball, went down head by one, what, 99, 88, whatever. The whole stadium is rocking and 20,000 people are standing and cheering and two of us are sitting silent in our chairs. Portland called timeout. They came back into the game and a guard named Lionel Hollins, he's still coaching today, made a long shot from the side, went through the basket and Portland won by one. <laughs> now 20,000 people are sitting and they are stark silent and two of us are standing and cheering. And we stuck out because everyone was sitting and we were standing. All the way out to our car through the cold winter night, you could hear people in the dark quietly pointing out to us. Those are the two guys from Portland. How did they know who we were? Because we were standing while everyone else was kneeling. Someday it's going to happen. And some of us are going to stand up and we will say, our God is able to rescue us. But even if he does not, we will not bow down to your image. We will never compromise our faith. We are sealed and settled into our faith. And the right issue will come and the talk shows will interview us and the story will go all over the world and the world quickly can know what the issues are and people can line up and know which side they're on. It will not take long. Which side are you going to be on? Are you going to be one of those who will bow or one of those who will stand? Even if we get thrown into the fiery furnace, Jesus says, if you will stand for me, I will join you in the fire. All I know is we may go through some tough stuff here, but we are going to come out of the fire someday. Jesus went into hell and experienced hell for us so that someday we will come out without a trace of fire. I want to be one who stands up. How about you? A little shorter today. God bless you as you go about your business, whether you're still in a lockdown or whatever your situation is here or around the world. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us in God Talk. Let me say a little prayer for you today as we wrap up this particular sermon. Our dear Father in heaven, don't know who is listening, but I pray you will be with them. They may have questions that they have wrestled with. Maybe they've experienced some suffering that has not been fair, didn't feel good, didn't feel right, didn't feel just. Maybe there's some physical things, or they've lost a relationship, or lost a child, or work isn't great, or not enough money. Whatever it is, Father, doesn't feel fair. Sometimes it's tempting to bow and just say it's not worth it. And we have these questions, where is God? So I pray, Father, we do the best we can in these few messages to try to take a stand for some anchor points that you are good, always good, that you are always on our side, and that you offer us. You may not always take us away from the fire, you may not always take the fire away from us, but you will always join us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. 
So be with us today. Be with the people who are listening, Father. And may these messages from God talk be anointed. May they be truthful to you and bring honor to you. And uh, be with us next time as we start another message. This is God talk, Father. We pray you will bless it in every way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. See you next time.